0: Are you in good company with healing? Well, you are now. This is my healing company, the place to awaken the divinity within you and heal the divine family through the power and authority of the mind, body, and spiritual technology.
1: Welcome to My Healing Company. I'm Proctor Rick and we have a special guest today and we're very excited because she's very instrumental in my wife and I still being married, <laughs> which, which we are eternally grateful and I think it's a fabulous thing that she did and, and I want to introduce uh, fabulous Nancy to our podcast today. We're very excited and Leslie, I am going to let you Introduce fabulous Nancy and...
2: Tell about how she came to our world. Tell about how she came to our world, (laughs) it's a great story. I think this is pertinent because everything is a guided journey, as we have been talking about in this podcast. And when my husband and I were guided out here to Missouri in December of 2020 to move out here, we arrived Christmas Eve. And by January, I was working at a cookie store I have frequented for almost 30 years in our family and met a young woman who I was going to replace her job because she was going to go work for the AmeriCorps Mm -hmm. company. And come to find out her mother is fabulous Nancy and an energy (laughs) healer. And I was brand new into the energy world, just having been trained in 2018, graduating in 2019. As I shared before my energy training of 30 years in Southern California had moved to St. Louis, Missouri again. And so here I've moved to St. Louis. I'm connected with fabulous Nancy and I was blessed to be able to reach out to her and her, as my husband said, has been so influential in changing mine and Ricky's lives. So in this healing journey, she was such an important vitamin in our marriage. And I want you to hear from the Mm -hmm. incredible goddess herself, all of her accolades, because I couldn't begin to tell you everything that this woman (laughs) has been trained in. And just, we're so grateful to be able to share with you more modalities of healing so fabulous Nancy.
3: Oh my goodness thank you I love that yes yeah, Sydney used to come home all the time and she would talk about how the similarities that we had like the fun one is she's like mom she closes the dishwasher like you do and I'm like what are you talking about she was with her foot she's like she's a dancer like you are I guess that's a dancer thing you know? I was just like yeah okay but she shared with how you know she would tell you about different things and how you were open and receptive to it so I could tell we were kindred spirits to begin with and it was beautiful meeting with you and facilitating healing space for both of you in your journey it was amazing and still is amazing to see your growth and how you're allowing yourself to open and expand in all these new ways Um, which is segue into i guess how i started like i was in a state of desperation and chose to start into different modalities started off as a career basically with massage therapy and i had low self-worth, so didn't you know put myself out into the massage therapy world for quite some time. And my health and relationship and life just fell apart in all the different ways. I suffered from alcoholism for a long time, just escaping and trying to get away. And what I didn't realize is that I wasn't listening to my inner calling. I wasn't connecting to source in the way that I needed to for me. Um, I didn't realize that back then. Um, that, then I got to the point where I was 250 pounds, I was falling apart, and I specifically remember the day to this day I sat there one time and was just like, I, I feel like I'm dying from the inside out, and I, my dream was, my vision then was, is I'm, I'm going to die and nobody's going to know why. Um, I had sought out different healthcare and different things, and they'd run the tests and say, your blood works fine, everything's okay, and I'm like, no it's not, there's something going on with me. Um, so massage therapy led me to cranial sacral therapy, which I lovingly like to talk about how it's the energetic system of the body. Um, it works with our nervous system and the the soft, subtle intricacies of the body. And I didn't even really know what I was getting into. And it, it goes to, it has its own spiritual aspects where people can have physical releases and emotional releases and things like that. Then after that journey, I took I studied with different shamanic practitioners and studied different ways. And in that in that journey, I also studied different religions. I didn't go into depth with them, but I was raised Baptist and I was raised in religion. And I believe there's truth in all religions. Myself personally, that's my belief. Um, and taking the time to review all the different ones, I noticed they all have a lot of similarities in different ways. Sometimes they use different words, and this is all my perception and my observation as well, but they all have different ways of of going about the same process. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, and I started to see the pattern in things. And that's one of the gifts that I've been given in life is to see that I need to understand things at a deeper level so that I can make sense of them, so that I can understand my feelings and emotions and so that I can work with them. And in doing that and learning all that about myself, I can show up and help people in the way that they need the most. Um, So that helped as well in the shamanic world and that opened me up to ways to connect for myself and what works for me in harmony. And in doing that, I've also gained respect for all religions and how other people have different beliefs and that's okay for me. And I honor and respect them and in that part. And then I also, was trained in neurolinguistics programming, also known as NLP, and it's been around for quite some time. Bob Proctor and all the the famous in the self development world, a lot of them are all based in Jungian truths and different things like that. And so the training that I had was very in depth and that helped me learn how to communicate and to present in different ways and to understand people in the logical mind more so, like the conscious mind, the subconscious mind and connecting in that way. So that I can understand why people are running the patterns that they are, so that if they're asking for a different outcome, then I can help them find what they need to find to get there. Um, so it kind of helped bring it all together with you know, the name of my business, like we had talked about is Fabulous Mind, Body and Spirit. So I worked with the body intensively and in doing all of this, as I was a massage therapist, the body started speaking to me. And Louise, hey, I see you have her book. Yes, Louise this is Hay. one of
2: the Bibles that we use yes. because of the body, mind, spirit She connection. was one of
3: my doorways into it. And I, the body started speaking to me. In fact, that's one of the times that I, I opened up to a lot of the spiritual stuff when I basically had my guides were screaming at me in regards to the body. And so when that happened, I was just like, okay, this is, this is really a thing. Like this is, there's no going back. I've, I've, I've gone over the woo-woo edge and I'm embracing it. (laughs) But that's when I really started connecting with my spirit guides through the body and movement was also part of that. I didn't realize like when I was younger, I always wanted to be a professional dancer, right? I did have, I call it a career. I wasn't paid, but I, I did intensively for 15 years. And what I didn't realize then that I realize now is I am a dancer still. And I also get paid for it because I can dance through the mind, body and spirit with precision and with the flow of things. Like if the music changes, if the, the, what the person is speaking or their energies change, I can move with it and flow with it just as much as I did on the dance floor and I'm actually probably a little bit more graceful <laughs> oh my depending goodness. on which dance floor I'm on though. I but
2: love that because is. isn't all life a dance?
3: Yes it is. And
2: that is so poignantly said and the it, way that you were talking about bringing all of those modalities together because mm-hmm. of body mind and spirit and how perfectly that aligns with us here at my healing company and i was blessed to be a dancer and i have to share this with you in my experience of going from a career in dancing Mm -hmm. to then a latent career in my 50s in energy healing and so what i found in my being taught energy healing and again very similarly when i found louise hay whose words just made sense, thoughts are things. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, I can I can go with that. And then she describes, as you know, what the body is, is experiencing has everything to do with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Boy, now that's powerful. When you have to <laughs> be humbled and accept what it is you're thinking is creating these energies. And then in 2018, when I was at a very low point, mm-hmm. like you, I was blessed to find my pranic energy healing, the mm-hmm. institute I was trained in, that was there 25-30 years and moved here to St. Louis yeah. but here's the point about dance and that I think all of life is dance mm-hmm. that's why I love musicals and singing and musicals I think if we acted like that I mean as crazy as the world acts today how crazy would it be if we just all sung to each other <laughs> and danced around you know what would that do to elevating the frequencies of our life and around us in,
3: in the vibrations of singing and talking and all that also brings in, like you were talking about the sound frequency healing and things like that, that brings the healing into ourselves. So like I've done a lot of work with just humming, like each morning I'll hum in the shower. For one, it stimulates your vagus nerve that goes down, which helps guide your parasympathetic and calming the body. Um, So it brings you into that. And then as I did it, I could feel the vibrations just going down into my spine and just calming my nervous system. That is so beautiful. I'm writing that down.
2: (laughs) See that? Okay, here at My Healing Company, we're all about healing ourselves too. So humming, that just makes such perfect sense.
3: And I've also dabbled in a lot, like in my own healing journey, like I've seen acupuncturists for, gosh, probably, I know since 2011 steadily. Um, I've seen chiropractors since I couldn't my my mom took me before I could even drive I think I was like nine years old when I was going to chiropractors Um, had auricular therapy like I've had like I've dabbled in all the different therapies and all the different ways in which is awesome I used to always think it was a called a jack of all trades a master of none but better to be a master of none than a master of one or there's a a phrase and i probably didn't get it correct all the way through but it's very similar and what i found with that is that i know enough about all the things that i can help people use and utilize what they need and what in the ways that they need because as much as you and i both love to dance I enjoy singing but I know most people probably don't want to listen to me singing so I do that on my own but I'm happy to dance with people and have fun with people and I can also find other ways for myself to express myself vocally. Um, For me a lot it's in talking, I love to talk, I love communication so that's more of my singing when it's in public at least right? There's times where I'll belt out a song or two but it's rare so and in the dance of life like there's all different characters and everybody gets to because sometimes you need the background characters to set the scene so that yeah. the dance could be seen right? exactly firebird oh, you, you need certainly. to have
2: firebird you need or, to have
3: and in some dances you have the the man who you know who helps guide you and hold you and, and yes. stand strong Probably with my you very favorite. they Party. don't always necessarily sing some do depends on if it's a Fred Astaire or if it's you know if you're in a ballroom dance like there's very minimal so it's nice to have the the mixture of all of those and all the dances and that's what I I see I see the beauty in our world in the way that it is because everybody has those differences. And I know right now our world's and it's been shaken up like one of those little trouble what is it the game that we used to have, you boggle, I think it was called you snap it and all the little things. It's kind of what our world's going through right now. But I have confidence that on the other side of it, everybody, we're going to find a peace and a harmony that all parts can dance in a, a dance of their own in whatever way that looks like.
2: Oh, we absolutely right. know that that is happening. And mm-hmm. it's like, we're just having a scene change, yeah. really. Okay. If we're, if we're looking at the world mm-hmm. as one big dance mm-hmm. and we each have our, our different uh, types of dance, you know, mm-hmm. cause I, I. Went to the university of utah in salt lake city which actually was the first program in our country to offer a dance degree back in the day okay so i got to experience doing all kinds of different dance that i never had in my training up to that point you know character dance hula dancing salsa all the different kinds but i always remember that it was ballet that I, i i gravitated for because in ballet partnering was both men and women it was a it, there were men leading you and then the women got to lead as well you mm-hmm. know in a pot de deux, you each got to be the leader yes where in other forms of dance as you know mm-hmm. the men lead
3: mm-hmm.
2: here's your here, okay you just guide me and there are qualities to learn to do that to be able to follow yeah. but i think that's where we are in this world right now is not knowing who it is to be leading and who it is to be following when what we need to be doing is partnering, is partnering in a masculine and feminine dance. And Mm -hmm. Ricky and I have been adding different things to our toolbox every day. And all of these things, like you're saying, what we use to heal our bodies, so we use oils, Mm -hmm. and I'd like you to talk about that after I tell you our story, I I found doTERRA oils. I knew you (laughs) did. Because I remember seeing them in your office and thinking I'd been gravitated to that just recently too, 2019. Mm -hmm. But these were things that, again, go back to our ancient modalities of healing. Mm -hmm. That's what the world, I think, is really finding again. Mm -hmm. We had all these tools in our toolbox before, and as Western medicine has taken over and pharmacology. We've lost sight of that. So bringing it back to the energy of oils and oils have become a big part in our life. So every day, just for not long, maybe the last few months, we've been doing this ritual where I put the mother and father of oils. Frankincense is the masculine, lavender is the feminine, mm-hmm. and they're known as the king and queen of oils. So I'll rub that on mine and Ricky's necks together mm-hmm. with a, uh, one at a time saying, I balance our masculine and feminine energy easily and effortlessly, and then do it to my neck. So. Again, it's all—it's using all the things we're talking about mm-hmm. with body, mind, and spirit. Right? One we're second. we're speaking the words out loud. We're using our deciding mindset and mantra to say it, and then just the trust and faith and believing. All right, heavenly Guide, <laughs> now take over. <laughs> but no, I'd love to hear how oils have been prominent in your yeah. practice and life.
3: Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to think back of when I first started with oils. Was probably around. 2010 or so I was seeing a cognitive behavioral therapist she had them or actually no it was before that it was 2008 when I first was introduced (laughs) peace and calming Ah, yeah yeah how could I forget it she's since passed and since I still smell that smell I think of her holding (sighs) space she was the one that introduced me to cranial sacral therapy as well Um, Colleen she was amazing And then after that, I was reintroduced to them. And I I didn't believe in oils for the longest time. I was just like, you're gonna tell me I'm gonna put this on and it's gonna make me feel better. I don't, you know, that doesn't make any sense to me. But the practitioner that I was seeing, I was actually seeing her for therapy for an extensive period. And then they have a raindrop procedure that you do. You can put it on the body and you anoint the body with the oils and certain kinds down the spine and a specific order and, and different reasons for that. And so I started opening up to it and I was very resistant for a long time with them until I started. For me, it's always I have to learn through doing and experiencing and having that moment and that breakthrough. Um, And there was two pivotal things for me with oils that I realized. So at the time I was working retail and I had put frankincense on. I hated the smell of frankincense. I, I just did not like it and they had talked about like how it helps you release emotional releases and stuff and i i was just like yeah i don't really get all that but what i noticed was is that i put it on my wrist and put it on my neck it was like the way that it was one of the easiest ways for me to do it well frankincense i hated the smell of it right i'm like i really don't like this and so as i'm walking throughout the day i'm sitting there and i'm like hmm. Like, every time I would smell it, like, I went through this, like, and it was an emotional release. And I I didn't have any visualization or memories from it. But the thought that came to me is, like, a lot of people go to, you know, Catholic churches. And they cleanse their their buildings with frankincense and myrrh and things like that, right? And so sometimes we have traumatic events. Because if you go to a funeral in a Catholic building, you know, in a Catholic church or something like that, right? You can have that memory set in with that that downward moment, right? And I don't know what happened with me, whether it was past life, this life or whatever, or why I had that resistance to it, but ever since then, now I've appreciated it. But and it could have been healing your masculine, mm-hmm. right? Is, no, I mean, no. isn't that something, it's so interesting. Yeah, I was going through, now that you point that out too though, yeah, I didn't realize that there, I'd never looked at the masculine and feminine of the oils, but it does make sense and I yes. totally get that. And at that time, I was very much stepping out of my masculine dominant side. Um, it was right around the process of that where I was starting to let go and and release and step back into my inner feminine. It was the very beginning of that. And on the actual physical side of it, like I was actually a smoker at the time too. There was one blend that, that Young Living is who I've been with. They had called MU Pro, and I smelt it and I wanted to vomit when I smelt it. It was horrible like I was like this is so disgusting like and I, I took it to my mom I'm like mom smell this and she's like oh it's kind of got a nice minty and I'm like no it's literally smells like bark like I want to vomit when I like it's like are you serious and my daughter had the same reaction right and I mentioned it to the therapist that I was talking to and she goes yeah there's something in there that triggers people that smoke with with nicotine in their system and my daughter and I had the reaction but my mom didn't and I was just like Uh, I think they're full of it like I don't know if I really believe them well fast forward it's been six or seven I can't even remember how many years since I've smoked and now I enjoy the smell and I smell the minty smell and I was just like holy crap okay so on a physical (laughs) level and on the mental (laughs) level right and then I stepped into anointing you know like a lot of the ancient scriptures of all kinds talk about anointing your body with oils for the healing aspects of it I've dabbled into herbalism and using teas, you know, and things, and we use herbs in our spices and our cooking and bringing those in for the physical benefits of them and then the spiritual and all the benefits that they have i was just like oh and now i get to anoint my body and so and i as a massage therapist i get out of the shower and i spend time with my body and one of my things has been for years i would always lotion after a shower because my skin used to feel dry but now it's more of time for me just to get into my body and yes. so like i'll lotion from head to toe and i actually put oils on each of my chakras in the morning and then i say my affirmations and like my getting ready time in the in the bathroom is specifically for me and it it helps move me and the days that i don't do that like definitely i usually i start with meditation first and then you know quiet time stillness and then i'll go do my shower and then i do my yoga for the physical so so it sounds
2: like you changed your mind on the oil the oils were and isn't that so interesting we have all of these incredible tools around us Mm -hmm. but oftentimes because of this world that we have have been inundated with of science Mm -hmm. telling us that you know those things are are just woo woo Mm -hmm. and like you I didn't think any really more than woo woo myself until my precious granddaughter and and I believe she was 14 at the time said to me and I'm telling you she said it from the conviction in her heart she said Grammy aromatherapy is real (laughs) and 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 i don't i mean i'm telling you it was a spiritual experience because Mm -hmm. she was speaking from her spiritual self Mm -hmm. and it was her words in that moment that made me really stand up and listen and pay attention and you were talking about how that they would do a a sequence of oils along your spine Mm -hmm. well that's one of the first things i learned it was called flume in the brand i use it's doTERRA and what that is is frankincense lemon on guard oregano Mm -hmm. and melaleuca and even my husband he knows he says honey i need my flume (laughs) and so like we we do this with our kids we put them on our feet and and so it it really works but when you think about the preciousness Mm -hmm. of oils when our savior was born when jesus was born Mm -hmm. what did they give him gold frankincense Frankincense, and myrrh so yeah i think again we are just remembering oh, i yeah. think in this period of time as as one world is dying another one is being reborn
3: well i like to look at it as i'm really grateful for the the brave the souls and the minds that have cultivated the scientific aspect of things and because it, it brings in the balance of things because if we don't have that then we wouldn't have uh, part of the process of being here is the forgetting and the remembering that makes the beautiful part of it if we don't forget then we don't have the opportunity to remember and if we always remember the same thing it gets boring right eventually we want something different like we want uh, we when we're in our home we're in our space all the time we're like okay let's go to the beach i want to go to the beach or i want to go to the mountains or i want to go here to visit this and then we come back home and we're like oh, it's nice to be home right because we get to come back and the scientific minds are the innovators and they dive into the depths of all the different things and like i I like to bridge the gap between the two because I'm very grateful for the scientific world as well too for helping us develop and understand things in a deeper level we wouldn't understand some of the body functions and the way that our hormones do nowadays like my daughter and I've talked about like um, the female cycle and like the process of it and whereas in my mother's days you know they didn't know and like I was born she didn't think that she could get pregnant because she was breastfeeding and oops hello here I came Right? And now they know a little bit more about the cycle and in depth because of the scientific Western medicine approach to things, like diving into it a little bit deeper and understanding it at a new level. It's ab- absolutely, you're 100% correct.
2: Yeah. It's a balance. Yeah. And we were talking earlier about how here at My Healing Company, our foundation is knowing that when we balance our masculine and feminine deity, first and foremost, like our women suffragettes, called for Katie Elizabeth Stanton Mm -hmm. and and, uh, Susan B. Anthony at the first Seneca Falls convention Mm -hmm. in the mid 1800s because the Mormons had given for the first time in American history, it was an American made religion, had given women credential and title in in heaven. There was a mother in heaven and a father in heaven. But what happened was that after our founder, Joseph Smith was was murdered he didn't have enough of a stronghold for that to be happening even though his wife had been given that she wasn't even he wasn't even given the golden plates until he had Emma so he it was God was saying it has to be a man and a woman working together and That's what that was pointed out by the Seneca Falls Convention the first time women got together saying, we have rights, Mm -hmm. even though Dolly Madison was saying that during the Declaration of Independence. Couldn't it be men and women are created equal? I mean, we've been striving for these rights for for a long time, but Katie Elizabeth Stanton so wisely said, if we would give our society the view of men and women being balanced and working together Mm -hmm. as heaven and to earth, I mean, just imagine, Nancy, if if we had been doing that since the mid-1800s, how different our world will be today. Mm -hmm. And so we know that we have in many years in the past, we have had matriarchal societies Mm -hmm. that have evolved to then patriarchal societies, and we've Mm -hmm. swung from one pendulum to the other. So that's what I believe is happening right now, that we are coming together Mm -hmm. as men and women in a balance, Mm -hmm. and as we've shared. If it weren't for Nancy, Ricky and I would not literally be here today. I I believe everything happens for a reason and that had such a huge effect on both of us. And it is about bringing that balance. So you have been such a facilitator and a bridge to that balance. And what has saved our marriage is Ricky as a patriarch, but as a man and husband recognizing the need for bringing that feminine balance his relationship with his mother in heaven, his recognition of the partnership that Jesus and Mary Magdalene had. That's what's finally brought us to a place where we have equity to speak to one another and to be guided together. So yes, so healthy. Thank you for for bridging. (laughs) I
3: I was in the process previously, like I had said before that with the oils and stuff like that, as I was lowering my masculine side and for me it was coming to feminine and masculine balance within myself like lowering that and once i started to do that i could start to work with other people differently and i was I I found it very interesting how I was more more so with women for a long time because I was in my masculine dominant, so sometimes we attract the opposite for a little while, right? And then I would attract both masculine dominant women and feminine dominant women, and so I started learning about that. And then with the men, I had the same approach as well, and then I saw it all starting to come together and that was just proof and validation for me that I knew that I was acclimating my feminine and masculine within myself. And finding a balance and harmony that fit me. And it was it was heartwarming. And I, I had I have done work with quite a few different couples and I just absolutely love it to to be there to to bring it together. And I've seen in so many different ways how relationships are taking new advances and people are opening up to blending in, in new ways instead of the ways that they used to be, and I love that people have that opportunity, and it was a gift to be there for you both in your process. Oh, thank you. Thank you for honoring me with that. So, Ricky,
2: what is today? It's been a big day in Mm -hmm. your career for uh, 50-plus years.
1: Well, last month, we we celebrated New Year's, and we would say Happy New Year. This month, we are celebrating Chinese New Year, and we say (laughs) which has a lot to do with wealth, health, and happiness for the mind, body, and spirit.
2: So this is the Chinese new year. And what that means is it's the lunar new year. That means it's the new year in the stars. And I just found out something recently that was so powerful to me. I watched a, uh, a program about, um, the magi the Magi story of of Christ's birth. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that they were a thousand miles away from where Christ was going to be born mm-hmm. and when they took this journey to go and be there. Mm-hmm. But the reason that they took the journey, the Magi were in charge of being the interpreters of the stars. That's mm-hmm. why they were yes. so called. They weren't kings of their own kingdoms of, of such. They were just revered as at this highest level in in society because of their ability to interpret the stars because that was our communication back in the day. That's how God communicated with us here on Earth and that's how people followed Mm -hmm. these signs from from the stars to know that there was an event coming. So the Magi saw that these two major stars, Jupiter and another star, I couldn't remember which one, are gonna become one. Mm -hmm. And that was just like such a huge event. They knew Mm -hmm. from past history, I think the last one they recorded was like Abraham.
3: Star of Bethlehem. I think we had it just not too long ago. It reappeared. Reappeared, exactly,
2: exactly. But what happened before that was there was a manifestation announcing a king Mm -hmm. from Abraham, but this was from the stars. Mm -hmm. And that was so shocking to me that they could see, they said, now look, because they study them every night. Mm -hmm. It's happening. We've got to take off right now. (laughs) They hopped on their camels and they headed a thousand miles. because they were following the stars. So there's so much for us to learn. And we talked briefly about what you've uncovered. So
3: astrology has been on my radar for quite some time. A lot of the facilitators, practitioners, and all the healers I've been to have talked about it. And I would go in and they're like, oh, it makes sense because Jupiter's in retrograde or Mars is in this. And I'm like, what are you talking about? But whatever they said resonated. And like every time I started to, to, to look into astrology more, my head just started spinning. Right. Well, no, no pun intended because the stars are above us and they kind of (laughs) spin, right? (laughs) And there's, there's a whole world to it, but it's a beautiful world. And I, so I've dove, I dove in as I, as I lovingly do headfirst, like (laughs) dove off the diving board into the deep end a couple of years ago. And I've been taking some courses and it's a lot of it is everybody's is a personal journey with it too. But I really started I started dipping my toe in because all of it has the elements, like each planet represents a different element. Um, the different signs of the zodiac represent different elements. So fire, water, earth, and air. Some depending on which cultures and which religions will get into more metal and wood as well too, but I kind of stuck with the four for right now. and really tapping into that, like I could see, luckily I started to do it just before COVID had happened. Like I was just verging into it and I was watching almost like from a global perspective, how things were happening. And then I started doing a little bit more introspection on my own with the planets and how things change. and. Um, a lot of the times in astrology, at least my teachers had talked about how you you track the moon cycle, and the moon will go through all of the twelve zodiac signs within about a twenty eight day cycle. Mm-hmm. So I always said, no wonder why we're all crazy, oh, yeah. right? Because the, the, moon moon a, the moon affects the high tide and the low tide, right? So it brings in the tide and it takes out the tide, and it, so it affects the water. And we're seventy to eighty percent water. Well, when the moon goes through each of the signs it brings on a different element, right? So right now it's a Pisces, Pisces moon. So Pisces is all about spirituality. So it's no coincidence, right? That we're here talking. And we're also in Aquarius, the Aquarius sun, which you're an Aquarian as well too, right? We spoke about that. And it was an Aquarius moon yesterday and the day before. But they all bring in different aspects and different elements. And if we're aware of that, it really makes sense why we have more emotional days or more thought-provoking days, or those are generally, the thought-provoking days are more air signs. Um, The more emotional days are like more water signs. And then the fire days are the days where we have that inspiration and that motivation, like that fire, we're just like, I gotta go clean out the garage, right? Or I gotta go, I'm gonna go do this, or I wanna go for a run, like we get those inspiration. And then the earth is more grounding days, but earth is also about structure and about doing and planning and things like that, but it's also grounding and just bringing us back into like the physical form. One of the biggest transitions we've all been going through is Pluto and Pluto here lately. And Uh the, the lovely souls from the 70s sung about the age of Aquarius, right? And that's what we're actually embarking on. And we've been preparing for it in 2011 or so, Pluto started the transition. And Pluto had
2: been in that position for quite some time, wasn't it? Like 20 years? It
3: was, some say 15, some say 20. Because I think the process, Pluto is a very slow-moving planet. (laughs) So when they're a slow-moving planet, it takes it a little while to fully transition. But what was the
2: emotional... influence that that had
3: previously to that pluto was in capricorn or has been in capricorn for the last 15 to 20 years capricorn is earth energies and it's all about planning doing structuring striving and and, do you know what that is nancy do you know what that is
2: you were saying that is masculine masculine. energy so we have been completely masculine dominant which makes such sense Mm -hmm. when you think about it and which is when you are too one way in anything yeah you're going to have well, such It was good
3: because and, and, it, it did bring in some structure and it also showed us and it also helped us open up a lot of different doors of what is working and what isn't
2: working. And I think it brought a lot of women to their masculinity as well, don't mm-hmm. you think? Yeah. yeah, yeah I think that we and were awakened.
3: It was, it was very much needed in a lot of ways and then now we're transitioning into Aquarius, which is feminine dominant. And so it's bringing back those feminine energies as well. And no one in our lifetime has been alive when Pluto was in Aquarius. So that's why everybody... Even like my mother-in-law who's 106? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can. Well, it takes Pluto... I, I don't do numbers very well in my head and somebody told me about it. But if you go through 12 signs and it takes 15 to 20 years to get through each sign however many years that is, right, is how long it's been since it's processed through. But some the people deep into the astrology world, way, way, way beyond or way, way more knowledgeable than I am, went back and studied those ancient times and what was going on and like to project kind of what we could possibly experience. And what they were talking about, like, because ah, I dove in right before, you know, COVID had happened and they talked about it and they were like, there's going to be something that's going to affect health and it's going to affect finances and it's it's going to have a significant change and things are going to be really different. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, this is a bunch of hoo-ha. And then I saw it all happen and I was just like, wow. wow. And then I I watched, Predicted from the stars. Yeah, predicted from the stars. And so I watched as- Everybody had a state of introspection time. Like, in, like, my mother walked through the COVID journey. And so I had taken her to the hospital and I realized how the doctors and the nurses and no one was hardly coming in, even though you were in a, a place of care, right? You were still isolated to some effect. And then the people who didn't have COVID or didn't have that experience were isolated at home. Um, and had the opportunity to deal with their internal things that came up from them. And then you had the people that weren't didn't have the opportunity to isolate it and then they were pushed out into the world to be the first responders or to be the people that had to show up and do the things. And that brought up their own version of introspection because they're like, wait a minute, what's going on? I need wow. to take care of myself, right? And so it opened up a different way. Everybody had their own version of it and I watched because I was seeing clients quite regularly with this and then my own experience and then watching and all the news and the media and all the things that were going on in Pluto, it one of its things is uh, it's more about self in our places in our charts where we have Aquarius. It's usually more about our internal experience with it. Mm -hmm. And so I started transitioning my practice into instead of you coming in for me to help heal you, I want to teach you the tools so that you can heal yourself and take the tools and go with it and do it. Because I saw in my own healing journey how I was like, I need to go see this person so that I can have this relief or I need to do this because I need this from them. And a lot of places in society in our world, we've become, you know, needing that other person for that when it's really we have the gifts within us and we have the tools within us. And it doesn't mean we always have to. And there's still times where I reach out and get the help, but it gave me such independence and such understanding of self and the world to stop and take that time to to lovingly go through my closet. I use the analogy often everybody's got that closet in their house that you just don't open the door especially when company's over or that drawer like in the kitchen that's just full of stuff <laughs> or that, that room <laughs> i joke yeah i jokingly said the universe or god or however you see it just took that door or that room that <laughs> and just dumped it all and said here it's your time to go through this what are you going to do with it and some people were lovingly trying to get everything to fit right back in that closet nope i'm just we're just going to put it back in there because i want to keep it there And that's fine. And that was, that's amazing. And that's their choice to do that as well. And then other people are like, well, I really don't need this. And maybe I don't need this. And so let's get rid of that. So it was really a good opportunity for all of us to open up to the new ways. And so 2020 happened. And there was a bunch of astrological shifts, a lot of the planets were dancing right retrograde is when they say it's as if the planet starts to spin backwards so if a certain en- a planet has certain energies of a type so like neptune is a spiritual it's more about spirituality magic and like Uh, different aspects to that quality and if it's in retrograde then you may come up you may be questioning your spirituality you may be questioning your connection to someone on a spiritual level or how you communicate in that way and then so a lot of planets were going through a lot of different retrogrades and so there was a lot of different a lot of things were shaking for everybody in every category of life to be reviewed or renewed or gone through well we're all connected all right this is just one big
2: earth school experience for us on this planet Uh, i believe there's many other planets like this Mm -hmm. you know i think we all are just having our own god spark journey because that's what each of us are we are brothers and sisters of a mother and father in heaven Mm -hmm with a brother Jesus and his partner and our sister Magdalene who came to this earth to change that masculine dominant energy back to a balance of masculine and feminine energy. And as you see over these 2000 years, we've been struggling, (laughs) but I know that we're getting closer and closer, uh, especially now having Aquarius in its space in this time and space will allow all of us because if we just recognize that we are affected by external forces Mm -hmm. as well that will then spark the the God spark inside of all of our internal forces. And so if we would just pause for a minute, take a deep breath, recognize that we're all in this together Mm -hmm. and be willing to turn downstream, Mm -hmm. accept that one world is dying, another one is being born, and look for the very best to happen. Yeah. Men and women, if they collaborate together with left and right brain mm-hmm. and get creative, this is the period of time for creation. And, and make it big, dream bigger, go home. <laughs> make it as big as you can think about. And this is what we're doing with our school. Yeah. True North Academy is a palace of a school mm-hmm. with a with a garden and a farm where kids every day are having thematic learning through Mm -hmm. STEM and spiritual approaches, where we're creating community and families that are working together so that we can show that this planet can be inhabited by people working together. Mm -hmm. Because I think that we've separated ourselves a lot Mm -hmm. in this personal healing. Mm -hmm. We become islands to a great extent. And we realize that we cannot be islands. It's been okay. You had to go into... Like when superman went into his cave with all the crystals Mm -hmm. to become superman that's what we're all doing right now we're all going into our caves to become supermen and superwomen and what we need to do is start joining together Mm -hmm. because one person's great light is stronger than a million dark lights and if we can remember that and know that the synergy of getting those lights together can light the world. And so we're really excited at My Healing Company to be announcing very soon, we're gonna be doing retreats and weekend Mm -hmm. seminars and rallies to create that synergetic energy and be amongst community so that we can send that energy out into the world and share it amongst each other, mm-hmm. reinforce it so that we're taking it home with us. And That's we're excited great. that we believe Nancy will be a part of it with us.
3: I love to see what's in the stars.
2: So, uh, what's in the all stars. It's possible, but yeah, I know. I love the
3: journey part
1: of it. Well, where do you see this healing for our children? Um, you know, we, we do want to open up our True North Academy, K through 12. Yes and we want to introduce this healing in the school. Yeah.
2: From the very beginning, from pre-K. And yes.
1: so what news would you have for that? What a great segue.
2: <laughs> in our seminars, we're gonna call it the uh, four directions of our earth, north, east, west, and south. Mm-hmm. And you know that spells news? Mm-hmm. N-E-W-S spells news. And news is going to be all about our nutrition, our exercise, our wishes, and our sleep. Mm
3: -hmm. And we'll
2: explain that more when we get into it. But if you just take those four elements of all the directions, you can create a center, a balance. And as we've shared before, we were blessed to be sent here to Missouri, literally. Mm -hmm. It has been a guided journey for us to move from our beach in San Diego of 20 years. This was not easy to move to Missouri. But I also know that in that in that reference of learning different skills through life experience life was a lot easier at the beach and the beach weather when you get a body when you replant a plant because we're all you know we are of the earth and of the of the sky at the same time you're replanting that plant mm-hmm. in a completely different environment that's going to shake things up a bit oh, yeah. but shake them up in good ways i think living in the Midwest and and the weathers that they experience out here, this makes salt of the earth people, okay? This is not a day at the beach every day here, guys.
3: (laughs) Just hang out, the joke here is, is you don't like the weather, just hang on, wait five minutes, it'll change. I've literally experienced all four different weathers in one day, like it's snowed, it's rained, it's been hot and sunny, and it's 70, I was just like, okay, this is crazy. Do you
1: know know why this happens? Missouri is a woman.
3: <laughs> I often said Missouri has bipolar weather. <laughs> yeah, well, Missouri is woman.
2: There's no yeah, question. I mean, no one like a woman can experience all, all emotions exactly. in one day. Yes, <laughs> and an intensity and like all the flow. Yes, it's very much. It's, it's so true. And on that note, let's say Amen. A <laughs> hey, woman. A woman.
1: And so it is. It is. <laughs> it's
0: Thank you for joining us on your healing journey at My Healing Company. We hope you found inspiration, knowledge, and insights that can empower you and your family to live a more balanced and divine life. If you're ready to take the next step in your healing, we invite you to explore our services and resources at myhealingcompany.com. There, you will find a wealth of information, services, workshops, and events to support your path to healing and transformation. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media for the latest updates, interviews, and enlightening content. Your feedback and questions are always welcome. We'd love to hear from you, so please feel free to reach out. Remember, healing is a continuous journey that is best done through the power of spiritual technology. We are here to support you every step of the way. Take good care of yourself and stay connected with us for more healing insights and wisdom. Until next time, continue to awaken your divinity through the power of your mind, body and spirit.